My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this Wednesday morning, January 4th, 2023. Coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area. Got a couple stories today. Major itinerary change for the Norwegian Viva. Plus, Norwegian adds some testing. More details on yesterday's biofoul story. Holland America to debut a 28-day Arctic Circle itinerary. That one looks interesting. The Isle of Man ferry disrupted. And Arvia makes an inaugural call in Lisbon, Portugal. That and a lot more live here today at 11 o'clock. Today, folks, is National Spaghetti Day. Well, I can deal with that. Uh, you know, I'm a, a big fan of spaghetti and all sorts of pasta and different types of sauces. I don't mind at all scheduling spaghetti for today. Kind of su- surprised that National Spaghetti Day's. 1st of January. That seems a little odd to me, but that's okay. I'll be happy to celebrate it. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime that you're listening, If you want to hop over to the video feed, just go to the description of the podcast. There's always a link to the video feed. Just click on it and you can hop right over. A couple announcements. Of course, uh, tomorrow will be the Cruise Amigos in the afternoon. On Friday at 2 p.m. my time, that would be Eastern Standard Time, 
I will be in a, a guest on Melissa McCormick's show from London. Of course, I'm always willing to appear on other folks' shows. A boost to my ego anytime I'm asked. Melissa's fun, too, so that's another reason. And then on Saturday at... Um, me think now I believe at six o'clock my time yeah 11 o'clock beats time at six o'clock my time uh, my friend uh, Justin Mr. Bucket List and I will be uh, with Pete for a major announcement from Passions for Cruises USA some of you may have seen that I've been promoting a link for the website we need subscribers, folks. So if you are a solo cruiser in the U.S., or actually anywhere in North America, but specifically in the U.S., please uh, look for my link to Passions for Cruises USA, and we'll be talking about solo cruise opportunities here in the States. Just go to YouTube and subscribe. Doesn't cost anything, and you'll be in the situation to be notified anytime we've got some hot stuff coming up. All right. A couple things to share with you. This is, uh, of course, my friend Bethany down in Tampa Bay. She and her dad this weekend were at the big football game there in Tampa. When Tom Brady and crew got back in the playoffs again, this will be uh, Tom Brady's 4,695th time in the playoffs or something ridiculous like that. Of course, Bethany and her dad are huge Tampa Bay fans. This is uh, our friend Sue. Sue Shear from up in Buffalo. She and Barry finally got out of that 96 feet of snow or how much ever snow they had up there. Just way too much snow for me. And they're now on down on the Celebrity Edge. That's Sue uh, thinking about riding the horse. I did dress up for dinner last night. Looking good, both Sue and Barry. And did get to meet the captain. Of course, that's the captain that took over for Captain Kate when she left the edge. All right, a couple things to just uh, to mention. Of course, today uh, is broadcast by uh, is sponsored by Scoot Around and Will Power Chairs. Scoot Around provides three types of mobility scooter rentals for cruises, each of which is chosen specifically for its portability, maneuverability, and durability. You can go to their website and find the different choices for cruises. I normally uh, just am happy with the standard one. They do have uh, one for folks that are even bigger than I am. But I actually prefer the standard scooter to the uh, bigger, heavy one. 
the maximum weight on the standard one's up to 325 pounds. That fits my class. So I'm very comfortable with that. Anyway, if you're going on a cruise or you're going on a land-based vacation and staying in a hotel and you have mobility challenges, call Scooteround. You can always find the phone number in the description to this broadcast. Give them a call. And my SRN number is there. You can use that to get your best pricing. And it also gives me some credit. That's Scoot Around and my friends from Will Power Chairs. All right, I'll be back with today's news after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Today's top story has to deal with the Viva. And everybody is familiar with the sister ship, the Norwegian Prima. The Norwegian Viva is set to debut in August of 2023. Her inaugural transatlantic has now had significant changes, including the destination. After her first season sailing from various Mediterranean ports, including Trieste and Rome and Italy. Of course, that would be Civitavecchia. Lisbon in Portugal and Piraeus in Greece. The Norwegian Viva will leave for the U.S. on November 16th from Lisbon. The departure date is just about the only item on the original itinerary that remains the same. That and the fact that the ship will indeed be crossing the Atlantic. While several days at sea will remain the same, as many days at sea are part of crossing voyages, all but one of the ports of call and even the ship's destination in North America have been changed. Norwegian Cruise Line has reached out to travel partners and impacted guests with news of the itinerary change. Quote, we are committed to delivering exceptional vacation experiences around the world. While it is always our intention to maintain original itineraries, at times unforeseen circumstances require us to make modifications, the letter explained. As a result of fleet redeployment, your itinerary has changed and your voyage will now end in Miami. The ship will still depart Lisbon on Thursday, November 16th. 
but will now visit Ponta Delgada in the Azores of Portugal on Saturday, November 18th, instead of the following Monday. Originally, the ship was to spend four days at sea after two ports of call in Portugal. Now, Ponta Delgada will be the only Portuguese port visit, followed by five days at sea. The original itinerary then had the ship visiting Bermuda on Saturday, November 24th, or no, 25th, I'm sorry, before arriving in New York City on Monday, November 27th. Now, Norwegian Viva will visit two Caribbean ports, St. Thomas on uh, Friday, November 24th, and Puerto Plata in Dominican Republic on Saturday, November 24th, before arriving in Miami, not New York. No explanation has been given for the extreme change of North American ports other than fleet redeployment changes. Sounds like some hooey to me. It's likely, however, that because Norwegian Viva is scheduled to set sail from Miami for a single seven-night voyage on December 6th, this ensures that the ship is not sailing without guests between New York and Miami. That sounds more likely. This may also be a window when the ship could have her official naming ceremony or offer non-revenue sailings to travel partners, members of the media, and various dignitaries prior to beginning passenger sailings from her official winter port, which is in San Juan. Norwegian Viva will begin sailings from San Juan from December 15th offering primarily seven-night cruises to Barbados, Antigua, and St. Lucia. Let me throw out one other possibility that figured into this decision. Landing in New York that time of year can be problematic from weather. While sailing further to the south and landing in Miami would be much more conducive to favorable weather. Just throwing that out, folks. Speaking of Norwegian, they have added testing back into the protocols. Guests who have visited mainline China, Hong Kong, or Macau in the last 10 days will be affected. So, if you've been to China, Hong Kong, or Macau in the past 10 days, you'll be required to submit proof of a negative medically supervised uh, PCR test within 48 hours prior to the beginning of travel from their place of residence or place they have been visiting immediately prior to the cruise. Additionally, these guests will be required to take a medically supervised COVID PCR test at the embarkation port within eight hours of embarkation and will be required to test on board the ship every 48 hours until 10 days have passed from the last time in China, Hong Kong, or Macau. These guests must also be fully vaccinated and boosted with the health World Health Organization approved vaccine prior to embarkation. 
guests that hold a Chinese, Hong Kong, or Macau passport will be subject to the same protocols unless they can provide proof that they have not visited these regions in the past 10 days. Expenses related to all required COVID tests will be the guest responsibility. Testing on board the ships is currently offered at $99 per person per test. So if you've been to China or any of those places, it's going to be an expensive proposition for you. Just pointing that out. All right, we talked yesterday about the biofuel information down there on the Viking Orion. A great deal more information has come to light from yesterday's story about Viking Orion in Australia waters. The cruise ship was recently asked to leave New Zealand waters. We didn't know that yesterday. They were asked to leave New Zealand due to algae on the hull, according to New Zealand's Ministry for Primary Industries. The ship first docked in New Zealand in mid-December and was given restricted status, which meant it was only allowed to visit approved ports. This means Viking Orion still visited commercial ports in several cities, including Christchurch, Wellington, Napier, Tarunga, and Auckland. However, the ship was eventually given a final departure date due to the presence of algae and barnacles on its hull, which is known as biofouling. The ship's operator chose to leave Wellington on December 26 to have the hull cleaned in Australia. The spokesman for Viking said that a limited number of standard marine growth had been removed from the ship's hull during a routine cleaning procedure and that the company was working with guests to compensate them for the impact on their voyage. The ship missed several stops on scheduled itinerary to have the cleaning done, including stops in Christchurch, Dunedin, and Hobart. The Viking Orion arrived in Melbourne yesterday. A second ship, Regent Seven Seas Explorer, has been forced to sell to Australia to have biofouling removed, removed, including mussels and oysters, algae, sponges, and organisms like crabs and starfish. According to Paul Hallett, an environmental health manager at Biosecurity New Zealand, nearly 90% of the marine pests in New Zealand arrived on the submerged surfaces of international vessels. These pests can negatively impact the country's economy and environment. However, the New Zealand authorities did not approve of the procedure in the Bay of Nelson, leading to the modification of the ship's itinerary. Regent Seven Seas Explorer set sail from Sydney on December 29th after stops in Melbourne and Geelong, as well as Burnie, Tasmania. The ship was due in Dunedin, on January the 6th. To fulfill the necessary cleaning requirements, the ship's technical team attempted to organize the operation at multiple ports 
despite the efforts, the unavailability of recognized diving companies approved by the New Zealand authorities ultimately led to rerouting to Adelaide. The ship was, will likely miss the following ports of call, Christchurch, Wellington, Napier, Tarunga, and the Bay of Islands, New Zealand. Regent Seven Seas Explorer is due in Auckland on January the 12th. Although both ships were informed well in advance, it's still being determined why Viking and Regent Seven Seas did not comply with the requirements. Both knew about this well ahead of the time. Several weeks ago, Carl Princess was forced to clean its hull after that vessel was forced or was found too dirty to enter the Milford Sound National Park. So this is nothing new in the industry, and it's beyond me why it wasn't taken care of in a timely fashion. All right. This one looks really interesting. Holland America is offering a 28-day Arctic Circle itinerary leading the 2024 Alaska season of sailings of the Holland American Line. The cruise by the MS Westerdam from Seattle Departs on June 9, 2024, in time for the summer solstice and features 12 Alaskan ports of call. And here is what that looks like. Uh, as you can see, he's out of Seattle, Prince Rupert, Haynes, Hubbard Glacier, uh, Glacier Bay National Park, Prince William Sound, that's Valdez, uh, Little Diome. Mead Island, College Fjord, Nome, Seward, Anchorage, Homer, Kodiak, Dutch Harbor, <coughs> Juno, Sitka, Rangel, and Ketchikan. That appears to be quite a trip. A little on the expensive side, I admit that. But then it, 28 days. Whoop. Okay. Let's get back to the rest of the story about all in America. The uh, 2024 program also includes two 14-day sailings from Vancouver, covering eight ports in Alaska, with departures on the New Amsterdam and the Nordam. The program also includes 117 week-long journeys, with the Yerdam, Koningsdam, and Zandam also being deployed in the region between April and September of 2024. 
Each Alaska voyage includes a visit to one of the more one or more of the glacier destinations, College Fjord, Dawes Glacier, Glacier Bay National Park, Hubbard Glacier, and Twin Sawyers Glacier of Tracy On. An early booking incentive covers upgrades to premium Wi-Fi, drinks packages, and crew tips. The company's 2024 voyages are now open for booking. Packages, which would include the land packages, will be available starting next month. Ferry sailings between England and the Isle of Man were disrupted after strong winds were forecast over the Irish Sea. Yesterday, crossing of the Ben Macree Ferry out of Douglas to Hesham and the overnight return were canceled. According to the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company, the cancellations were due to forecast adverse weather. Ronald's Way Met Office said strong southwest winds were due overnight. The weather conditions saw the Department of Infrastructure warn drivers about high volume of standing water on the island roads after heavy rainfall. I don't think I've ever had a story from the Isle of Man. Interesting. And after we slaughtered the RV last week for the Christmas Eve debacle with their ship and being ready for it and so forth. Lisbon Cruise Port hosted P&O's newest cruise ship, RVF, for its inaugural call yesterday. Duarte Cabral, Lisbon's Cruise Port's general manager, commented this will be a record-breaking year with the number of calls surpassing 2019 prior to COVID. Our award-winning port and terminal is ready to serve all the passengers that go through our gates with exceptional health and safety protocols. Lisbon Cruise Port, operated by Global Ports Holding, is expecting an exceptional year with more than 650,000 passengers calling on the city and an increase of 95% in turnaround passengers in 2023. To mark the occasion, Cabral presented the welcome plaque to Commander Robert Camby, captain of the Arvia. The Arvia is the second of P&O ships to be powered by LNG, which is the industry's most advanced fuel technology to date. Good for the Arvia. Good that they come back with a good positive story after really being slandered on Christmas Day. Um, and and they, they deserve to have a shot of proving themselves uh, positively. So glad a positive story came across my desk. All right, that's it for the news portion today. So let's hop over and see who's with us in the chat room. 
Hot Air Tom is with us. Sonny's here. Cindy's here. Katie's with us. Katie's back to work now. What are you doing here? Oh, taking your lunch so she can stop in. Elizabeth's with us down in Australia. 3 a.m. here. What are you doing out of bed at 3 a.m.? Or are you still up from... Uh, never mind. I won't ask that. Thought I'd pop in and say, good day, mates, and happy new year. Well, good day to you, Elizabeth. We love you. We enjoy being with you on New Year's Eve. Uh, Amy's with us. Katie's here. Today is National Braille Day. Whoa. I did not know I did not know that. I, I might have used that today instead of National Spaghetti Day. Cindy says, good day, mate, to Elizabeth. Can't wait for Viva, booked in February 2025 from Puerto Rico. You know, I've never sailed out of San Juan before. I love San Juan. I just might have to look into that uh, city. Um, that would be, it would be interesting. It would be really nice if I could cruise to San Juan and then sail out of San Juan and then get back on a ship and cruise back. But nobody's come up with that kind of deal yet. Maybe someday. Elizabeth says, hope all is well, Cindy. I think the Viva change makes sense from a temperature standpoint. Nah, me too, Tom. Prima had lots of complaints due to the cold weather and crowded interior spaces. A warmer cruise would yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that figured well into the equation, even though Norwegian is not admitting it. It makes a lot of sense to me. So, Sonny, you said the other day that you canceled Prima. What was the itinerary? Cindy says to Elizabeth, all good here. So jealous of you being down under on my bucket list, mine too. I'll be in Cozumel on April 27th if you're back by then, hoping we could meet up again. Hi there, says, hi, Elizabeth. Did you get to see Tony and Don? No, she was, uh, she was at home when Tony and Don were downtown amongst the crowds. Blaine's with us. Hi, Blaine. Good to see you again. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Sonny says, Prima going to Cozumel, Georgetown. That's Cayman Islands, of course. Ocherias, Great Stirrup Key. The cruise would not be bad on Prima. I was hoping you canceled an Iceland cruise. Viking Orion is due to arrive here in Sydney today and sail out tomorrow. I'm going to try to film some short videos this weekend for you guys. Meanwhile, I'm busy selling opals. Hi to everyone and hi to you, uh, Elizabeth, and good luck with the opal sales. Nikki's with us. Will you ever go to Cooper PD? Chile did that how cruise visit a foreign port. I didn't see Victoria or Vancouver. Yeah, that's Prince Rupert um, is on there. 
Prince Rupert is uh, in Canada. We go back and see what else. Um, hang on. Hot air. We know it has to do something in Canada. Uh, brand. Inside Seattle. Prince Rupert. Ooh. Now, come to think about it, is Prince Rupert's in Alaska, or is that in... Hmm. Prince Rupert. Let me see, Hot Air. You got me. Yeah, it's in British Columbia. Prince Rupert is the Canadian stock. So, yeah, Prince Rupert is Canadian. Okay, so I went over and figured that one out. Uh, let's see, where did I go here? No time for Goober Petey, Nikki. I've got to work while here. Okay. Funny, even the uh, poster who commented on the Miss Port and Reduced Speed deleted her post saying she didn't want to create negative press for the ship. Someone on a Prima group wondered why there was no press on the issue. Well, there's no pressure on the issue because nobody could confirm that it happened. Other than we know that it was sailing at reduced speed, but no reason why they were at reduced speed. Sonny says, Prima looks like NCL tried to copy RCL Oasis ships, but on a smaller scale. Good to know you don't have to mind the opals, Nikki says. I think Prima and Viva look like something I will love. Well, Nikki, first NCL, you'll love it. I moved a November 24th Pride of America cruise to Viva Transatlantic 2024. Went from seven days to 17 days, and it only cost $400 more. Wow. We did go from half balcony to to, uh, I'm not sure what that is. Then used the Bank of America points to upgrade the cabin to balcony. Oh, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> Is Little Diomede an island U.S. or Russia U.S.? But it's up there right on the Arctic Circle. Nikki says hot air, it's uh, still U.S. Elizabeth says back to sleep. Bye-bye, got to work today. Well, good night, Elizabeth. Glad you uh, popped awake for a little bit. Anyway, down in, uh, I can see where Elizabeth has trouble with the uh, total change in her internal clock. 
uh, down there. I know just what little bit I've dealt with her in the last week. And had me screwed up for a couple days. Uh, and I, you know, like I said, New Year's Eve, you know, I was cooked by the, by the time 9.30 world around when went off the air. We were just going to take a break and come back on the air. That didn't happen. I never saw midnight. I'm not even sure. I saw 10 o'clock. And, you know, when I died, I was done. I just... That was a long that was a long day for the old fat guy. Well, I do it again. Yeah, I would do it again, but I might do it a little differently, not quite as long. I'd started a little later in the evening. It was nice having you know starting the day in Australia. That was okay. Um, but then I'd probably, you know, start a little later in the evening so I could make it to our midnight without flaking out. So that was a drawback. Nikki says New Year's Eve was so fun. Thanks. Well, thank you, Nikki. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, busy week ahead. We've got the Cruise Amigos tomorrow. On Friday, I'll be appearing uh, on an interview over there in the U.K., and Saturday, uh, Justin and I will be with Pete and talk about the upcoming announcement about Passions for Cruises USA and seeing if we're actually going to get things started. I mean, that little, little bird keeps talking about May the 1st on a certain Norwegian ship. Bird keeps chirping. I just want to get the dollars. That's the thing I want to know. How good a deal it's going to be for everybody. And at this point, I have no idea. Except I know what they do in UK or in Europe. So we saw she see. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. I'll see everybody back here same time, same channel tomorrow. And as always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, y'all. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. 
Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.